Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. Larry and the Your Family Bank team seek to educate Americans just like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of economic news and financial information affecting your bottom line. Larry wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Larry McLean. Hey, good afternoon. Good morning, everyone. Uh, wherever you're listening to us today or watching us, I appreciate it. Uh, we got a special guest on today. I'm excited about that. Uh, I even look better on, on, on the camera today, for sure, because I've got somebody better looking beside me, so it makes me look a lot better. So uh, we have Paula Post of the Post Law Firm here. We're going to talk about estate planning, some of the things that you know that you need to do, maybe some of the things that, that you haven't thought about. And so really, we're going to go back and forth with, with Paula, myself, and Matt. Certainly, Matt, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Larry, I'm doing great, sir. I hope uh, you're having a good week. We, we are. I just got off vacation. I went to Bar Harbor, Maine. I've never been up there before, and apparently I got there a week, uh, a day late because they closed everything down for the season when I showed up, or they heard I was coming, one of the two. I don't know which one was best, but uh, but beautiful, beautiful area. had a great time, and I found out one thing, two things I don't like doing is driving through. Uh, number one, I drove. And through New York, the George Washington Bridge is the most stressful thing I've ever driven across. <laughs> and Washington, D.C. wasn't fun either, to be honest with you, to driving through Washington. It even beat Atlanta, where you're at, Matt, just a little bit. So uh, very, very stressful going up there. So I went up there, saw it once. I'm done with it. I checked off the bucket list, and we're moving off. We're going out west now next time. So we've seen it all up north. But I'm glad to have Paula here. She, uh, Her office happens to be right across uh, the hall from my office here. In, in World Golf Village in St. Augustine. And of course, she's been here, I guess she's been here all her life and she's got what, two generations ahead of you that's I been do. Here, right? Yeah, yeah, my family's been here over a hundred years. Over a hundred years. And she doesn't look that old, but you know what? We've got the fountain of youth here <laughs> in St. Augustine and I'm 198 myself. So we jump, you know, jump in that pool every every, t- every couple of months that we needed to, to get, you know, back to our youth. So uh, we appreciate Paula being here. And by the way, she, She's a lot smarter than you even think she is. I'm telling you that right now. She's a Florida State graduate, okay? So, you know, think about that for a second, Matt. I mean, we're talking about Florida State Seminoles, and I think we're 10 and, 10 and 0 right now. 10 and 0. Which we played Miami last week, and I was a little nervous myself. How about you? I was nervous. I was, I was ner- nervous. I'm going to be nervous. The Gators look at – I watched the Gator play in LSU the other day, and they're looking pretty strong too, and so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Every 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 week's a challenge for us, but we're glad to be here today. And Paul, so let's talk about let's talk about some of the things in the state planning. We know that uh, this is people procrastinate. They in, do. In, in this area, would you agree with that? Absolutely. Um, it's one of the things people don't like to talk about. Yeah. What's going to happen when you die? Right. Um, and and if they can avoid it, they don't. They're going to avoid it. They're not going to make a plan. Yeah, because people don't like to talk about dying, that's for sure. I mean, I know that, of course, we deal with insurance and things like that, and 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 people don't like to talk about dying, for sure. I mean, they they kind of put that back, and they just came back out today, and and I see that they just moved the uh, longevity 
for men. They did. From 78, I think, where it was, to, to went to 76, and now it's 73, is, is, I think, if I remember right. So we're not living near as long as we used to uh, com uh, compared to other parts of the world, if you will. I think I think Japanese are living like to, in their late 80s. So anyway, we don't like to talk about dying for sure. But, but the, you know, the, the, the sad part about it is that we're all going to die at some point. We're all checking out of here at some point. I'm just hoping Jesus comes back and I fly to here myself personally. I'm, I'm, I'm betting on that deal, if you will. Uh, but people don't like to do their planning. And, 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 and in most cases, we're, going, we're certainly talking about Florida because we're actually in Florida and every state's a little bit different. And this, is, of course, goes all over the country. But but every state's kind of the same in some areas, if you will. I sure. mean, generalized, if you will. If you don't have a plan, if you don't have a plan, you really do have a plan. So let's let's talk <laughs> about that for a second. Sure. So um, if you don't have a plan, the the court is going to make a plan for you. Yeah. Um, you know, here in Florida, it's all very statutory, and in most other states, probably something very similar. The court's going to decide what happens to all of your assets, um, your property, your bank accounts, if it was owned solely by you, if there's no beneficiary or payable on death. If you didn't have a will, it's going to be even worse because they're going to decide how it gets split and who it goes to. Yeah. And he, and, and I had this conversation uh, today. I had a single mother come in and she, she get, I gave her your information, but she has two children. She, she's not married. Um, she has never been married. Uh, she's, she's has two kids though, by, by the father of these children, but you know, I said, well, what happens if something happens to you where she, well, they're going to go to my parents? Well, I said, not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? So you have to really denote that and give people instructions on what you have to do, correct? You do. And and things like your children, your assets, your property, um, and, and your wishes. You know, when we talk about death and dying, um, there are certainly situations where you might be on life support. You know, what are your wishes if that's the situation you're in? And who do you want making that decision? Yeah. Florida's got a famous case. I think Terry's Terry Shivo. Shivo, right, yeah. in Florida in a nursing home and on on life support. And the parents wanted to take her off, I think, or vice versa. I think versa. the parents wanted to keep her on and the husband wanted to take her off. Yeah. And um, this went and on for years. For, right? It went on for a very long time. It's a very famous case, and it certainly impacted how we do things here in Florida now. Um, but those are they're the difficult conversations and, and thoughts that we have to address and, and make sure that whoever we want to make that decision, if we're incapable, knows what we want. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't certainly practice law. That's why we have attorneys, and you guys go to, you know, to school and learn all this. But I, I, I do talk in generalities, and and some of the things that I've, you know, when I, we do workshops around the country, and of course, radio and the podcast. But I, I usually tell a story about the castle casserole girls, and uh, and I tell they're, they're in every neighborhood, and and so normally. If we take a husband and wife, I say, you know, what if what if something happens, you know, to you, the wife, and she passes away, and then then I said, well, if you pass away, then all of a sudden the castle girls show up, and you know they're going to try to help him grieve, right? Yes, I mean, yes. you know, and they're usually a younger woman that mm -hmm. comes into the group, and all of a sudden, you know, you thought everything was going to go to your, you know, your three kids, and all of a sudden, um, uh, uh, he 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 falls with this you know, younger woman and they get married and all of a sudden 
she tells him, well, you're going to leave the house to me, aren't you? If something happens to you, you know, and you know how women can be, right? Be sure, very persuasive sure. yeah. there and manipulative a little bit sometimes, I guess. But but all of a sudden he changes the will and leaves it to her. And then, and of course, you went to heaven, right? I mean, you're in heaven. And and then you look down and you say, God, just let me down there for about ten, two minutes. I'll take care <laughs> of this little problem for sure, right? And uh, all of a sudden, you know, uh, th that happens. And you thought everything was going to go to your kids. And all of a sudden, it's not. It's going to go to her. So that's that's a problem. But let's flip that. Let's flip that, you know, and, and say that, you know, you know that 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 you die first, and 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 uh, in, in regards to that, and and your I was I mean your husband dies, and then all of a sudden, you know, pool boy shows up at your house, right? You you know, and he thought that all this stuff was going to go, and you kind of leave this all, and then you think, well, no, that wouldn't happen. Well, it happens all the time. It does. It does happen all the time. So in order to stop that, even with a will situation, it can, it can happen like that. So. You know, I tell, you know, our people that I think you are, uh, uh, and most people would fall in this category, I believe, that needs a revocable living trust. And everything I just said would not happen if they have a trust, because once that one person passes away, that person cannot go in and change that trust document. Yeah, it depends on it. Exactly. It depends on how we structure the trust, sure. what we fund the trust with, because we right. got to put some stuff in the trust. Fun it. Right. Got, you got to fund it. Got to put stuff in the box. Yep. You got to put stuff um, in the box. And, and then if you have young children, you know, this is another way to make sure that, you know, they're not 18, you know, getting access to a million dollars. You can set parameters within that trust um, that says when you want them to have access to that money. And and there's there's always a way to, to plan and execute your wishes, but you got to take the first step and you got to think about what you want and you got to contact somebody who can help you get it done. You know, Apollo, that's, and, 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 you know, the biggest thing is like, we have to start. Yeah. You, you got to start. You got to part. You got to take that first step, yeah. right? You got to take that first step. And that first step really is to call someone like you, hopefully you, uh, and, 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 you know, and take that first step because you can help them along the way. You can ask them the, the right questions that's going to provoke their memory or their thought process of what they really want to accomplish. Because you know what? Some people don't know. They don't know exactly what's available and what they can do and what they can't do. And they need a professional. And I, I'll tell you this. <laughs> You can do it yourself. There's one of these do-it-yourself guys, and I'm not one. I'm not that guy. I tell, I've told people for years. My wife wants me to be a do-it-yourselfer guy. I am not that guy. I have talents. That ain't one of them. I promise you that. I mean, I'm going to cost more to fix it than I did to call somebody in to fix it. If you're going to do your legal work, let me say this to you. I mean, I've been in this business over 30 years, and I have seen some unbelievable messes. You need to have a professional do that type of work. This is not something you want to do on the internet and do that situation. You want to make sure that you're going to do it in the right way. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree with that, Matt? Yeah. You know, I, as I always say, if you, you know, if you have a toothache, you go to the dentist. If you have, uh, you know, some sort of health problem, you go to the doctor. If you've got a problem with the car, you go to the mechanic. If you have issues of a legal nature that need to be handled, that needs to be handled by a professional as well. And, you know, and then just same with you, Larry, I know that you would agree that uh, people, if they've got financial uh, issues that need to be figured out, they go to um, a financial professional. So, 
Absolutely. It's all, you know, it all kind of is, is related. It's different, but it's related. And uh, yeah, it's, I'm not going to try and do my own dental work. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, me either. Me, I've seen something on TV on when the movies try to do that. One time, I think it, oh. the guy was the the lost guy, whatever it is, the old Wilson. I can't remember. Oh, the cast guy. Away. Cast away. Yeah, he yeah. did. He did some of his oh, own dental work. That the, was pretty with bad. With a skate, as I yeah. recall. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. terrible. So no, I. <laughs> I mean, see how stuff pops in your mind when you start talking about stuff and asking <laughs> questions. But at the end of the day, you need a professional. You need someone to talk to. And ladies and gentlemen, it's it's not hard. And it's not expensive. I mean, it really isn't expensive considering what you do. You know, I, I saw a situation just recently. Um, cars in the husband's name. Husband dies. Guess what? Had to go through probate. Yeah. It has to go through probate. And let's talk about probate, what, uh. what, what probate really is. Because, it's a, it, you know, and let's kind of get it on the jelly on the bottom shelf where we can all understand it. Okay. Let's don't use that, you know, that Florida state, uh, the, legalese, the le legalese. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's put it. Up. So what is probate? Let's explain probate. In a simple term, it's yeah. going to be the process in which the court administers your belongings. Yeah. Whether your stuff. Your where's, stuff. Gonna, where's your stuff going to go? Where's your stuff going to go? And that includes bank accounts and, yeah. and retirement accounts and life insurance policies and cars and houses boats. and boats and land and really anything that has a titled owner um, specifically is going to have to go through the court system. And sometimes there's a will and sometimes there's not a will. Yeah. And the will might name the person you want, the personal representative, um, to carry out your wishes. Sure. If you don't have a will, then the court's going to appoint somebody. Um, if you don't have a will that says where you want that stuff to go, here in Florida, again, it's very statutory. You know, first it's going to be, you know, maybe your kids and then your your spouse and were your kids with that spouse or were your kids from a different spouse? Or an ex-husband or, or an ex-wife right, or right. whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot I, of things get into this there. Yeah. I mean, I have an uncle who passed away recently and he was not married, did not have a will, but owns his home. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have to go through probate, probate. through probate. And um, would you know that the estate, the value of the estate is going to be distributed equally amongst his siblings and their children? Wow. Who knows if that's what he wanted, but that's what's going to happen. Well, I did. I just, I had to tell the story that I've, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again because I think it's worth repeating. My mother-in-law, there's 300 things I loved about her, and it was all miles between me and her. That's what I loved, really loved about her. But I didn't. I I drew a line. I don't do family. I don't work with family on my side of the fence. I think you can cause situations with families. When I go to church, I like to go to church, don't deal with church people. I, I, you know, that's just a principle, my personal principle. Um, but I did tell my mother-in-law she needs to get a revocable living trust and she needs to get her affairs in order and all that. And at the end of the day, Paula, she, she did exactly what I told her. She got a living trust. I said, make sure you fund it. Well, there's where the problem comes in. She never funded it. She never, she had the box, but she never put things in the box. And by the way, I see that all the time coming through my office when I'm sitting, working with clients, they come in and tell me they have a revocable living trust. Well, guess what? I find out they don't have a revocable trust, or if they do have one, it's never been funded. And it's it, and if it's never been funded, it's like you just never have one at all. It's not worth the paper it was written on, all, right. although you paid it off. She had a house. It had to go through probate. 
everything she had would go through. She had a removable image. But wait a minute. The worst part about that, $100,000 was spent on legal fees, and she had a trust, which wasn't funded, and the personal representative, I think, got $30,000. $130,000 was spent because someone didn't follow through, got the trust, and did not put the stuff in the box. Listen, there is not... When you when when you go down in that hearse for the last time, there, there's not a U-Haul trailer behind it. Okay, you ain't <laughs> you are not taking this stuff with you. It's going to be left to someone. And there's so many, there's just so many varieties of ways, Paula, that you can set up a trust to do anything you want. Really, you could do. I mean, you the sky's the limit as far as what you want to do, right? That's right. That's right, Larry. And we always try to focus on what are your wishes. Yeah. And and that's where people need to put some thought, you know, ahead of talking to a lawyer is what do I want to accomplish through my estate plan? Do I want it to go to my children or do I want it to go to my grandchildren? Maybe my kids don't need it. Whatever your wishes are, there is a way that it can be structured to help carry that out when you do die. Yeah, I mean, in, in estate planning today, I mean, it's different. I, I, I do know that the great thing about, and we'll talk about uh, you know, the estate tax, if you will. Estate tax is a situation that we we don't really run into much today because I think of what the limit is, like $10 million or $11 it's, million it's, it's a lot. for each person. So, you know, if you have a role for the living trust for you and your wife, you've got a $20 million, let's call it $20 million exclusion for estate tax. However, that's just talking about the estate tax side of the fence. There are state taxes, depending on California, different states, New York, different states around that that come into play uh, in regards to that. I, I, you know, I mean, people people have to be aware of that. But at the same time, it's not just about state taxes. It's trying to get your stuff to go to the right place and do the right things with that stuff. So. Let's talk about the process for a second. So let's say that let's say that you you, know, you I know that you want to talk to people about their wishes and things like that, but there's really your intake form and the things that you do really ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. and, and really thought provoking questions, if you will, to kind of get you you know uh, on the right track on what you, you what you're trying to accomplish with your wishes and what you want, especially if you have kids or if you have a lot of stuff or and maybe you don't have nothing but a house, you know, it's still, it's still important, right? It's very important. And, you know, I always look at it this way and coming up on the holidays, I was thinking about it. What greater gift can we give our loved ones than not having to worry about this? You know, when somebody dies, you should be focused on grieving and remembering that person's life, not dealing with probate and, you know, how was this titled and where is this at? And, oh, I didn't even know they owned that property. Um, It's a long drawn out process. And if we can avoid leaving that burden on our family for really what I think is a reasonable amount of money to do an estate plan. Um, you know, there are certainly situations that are very complicated that will cost more, but I would say on average, you can probably get uh, an estate plan done for the same amount as the lowest probate fee, which here in Florida, I think is $1,500 is the lowest probate fee. If the value of the estate's under $40,000, Yeah, I mean, for $1,500 today, you could get a full estate plan. No, I mean, if you come down for fifteen hundred dollars, I mean, and let's 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 think about really the different documents that's in place with that. For instance, 
Um, <laughs> I tell the story that I, I have I have three children uh, and I have nine grandchildren. I had three. They had three. I have nine grandchildren. I have two great grandchildren uh, uh, out there today, too. So that's kind of exciting for me. And we got a big family. But here's what I do know. You know, if I was on if I was on life support, I got one of my daughter would, would pull me off that thing in about 32 seconds. OK, <laughs> one of them would leave me on there for 10 years if she could. Right. So is that going to cause a problem if if they if they're coming up to have to make that decision? And it's and, and the answer is absolutely they're going it's going to cause a problem because now there's some things that can be said back and forth between siblings that can never be undone. That's that right. can absolutely separate and destroy a family unit with the children if 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 something's not done by you. And and by the way, that that falls to to my fault if I don't do it. It's my fault, right? It, it is your fault, Larry. Um, so a living will is a document yep. that we have here in Florida that um, when we're talking about extraordinary life measures, sure, um, it's a document that you can fill out to make your wishes be known and you name who you want to make those decisions. Exactly. And you got to make sure you have that conversation with them. You sure. know, not everybody wants to make that decision, even, even if it's boiled down to writing and you've signed it and you said, this is what I want. Daughter number one, might be, you know, all for it. And daughter number two might be very hesitant to carry out those wishes. But, but, but the great thing is, is that they're not making that decision. Right. I'm making that decision. You're empowering I'm, them. I'm telling them, yep. this is what I want to be done. I'm yep. not leaving this up to you. I'm telling you, that's what I want done. Yep. So that's important to have a living will it is. to take care of the help side of the fence. But there's, there's some other documents too, sure. like durable power of attorney and, and, and working with the, you know, the things on finance, because if I get if I if, if if I am incapacitated, I can't make decisions for myself, right? You can't make decisions, and you know I think a lot of times husbands and wives think I don't need a durable power of attorney. Yeah, you do. You do. Just because you're married doesn't mean you have the right to execute certain documents, make certain decisions. Sure. Um, and and you know, God willing, the incapacitation is temporary and you come out of it. But during that time frame, who's going to make those decisions? Who's going to sign those documents that need to be signed um, or access different accounts that might need to be accessed? But that durable power of attorney enables someone to do that for you. Yeah. So, you know, that's important on the, on the financial side and um, just making decisions. Period. Someone needs to be, be able to make those decisions for you. And, you know, at the end of the day, You've got to, you've got to choose now, that, and, and I'll tell you this: this is where it gets a little complicated sometimes. When you you maybe had three kids, or maybe you got six kids, or you know who do you who do you put in charge, right? <laughs> I mean, there there that comes into some, and I I've I, I, you laugh and I laugh too because I've had people say, well, there's no way I'm putting him in charge because he's an idiot, right? And he's talking about their kids, right, to a certain degree, right? And I get that, but and there's some situations that. I mean, I have situations come through my office all the time that they have three kids or two kids and one kid's just kind of wrote off mom and dad. And they say, you know what? There's nothing going to that kid whatsoever. That needs to be documented. Absolutely. Right? I mean, it has to be set up and correct because even though you're saying, well, I want you, I mean, I always say it goes to the daughter. We're giving everything to the daughter. Son's not getting everything. Well, you better make sure it's in writing that someone knows that because it's not going to happen that way. That's right. And every state does have different requirements. So just putting it in writing isn't necessarily going to be enough if it doesn't meet the legal requirements of the state you're in. Yeah. And so it does. It is state specific. So we, we make sure we we all understand that. But still, on the other hand, you want to make sure that you have I mean, you have a plan right now. 
if you don't have a will or a trust, it's, it's your state's plan, whatever state, to judge how he's feeling that day and how he's going to put, you know, divide your assets up. But, you know, we were talking about like a lot of people have, oh, they have like a beach house or a lake house or a house in the mountain. And this is, you know, maybe this is where all the kids gather each year for Thanksgiving or Mm -hmm. Christmas. And it's been in the family for, you know, 20 years or 30 years. Sometimes maybe maybe mom and dad wants to keep that in place and not have the kids come in and and sell it. You know, I you know, and and most times that. That's kind of what happens. Or if it's left to three kids and the other two kids don't want it, then they got to buy, you know, they got to buy out the other kid. Yeah. Now that gets all complicated it too, does. right? It does. Doesn't it? Yeah. So there's things that in the trust that you can set up where, guess what? It's in the side of the trust. It stays inside the trust. As a matter of fact, I, I did this myself. I put life insurance inside that, you know, I have a, I have a, a beach condo and if I'm going to, I want, I want them to, my kids to keep that beach condo, but the cost of keeping that beach condo where I live is expensive. You got the condo fees and you got taxes and all this stuff like doing like that. But what I've done is put life insurance inside. So that's going to remain the same for a certain length of time. But I've also created the, the life insurance to take care of all the expenses for that that's, and very very easy decision. to do pennies on the dollar to to take get care of but these are things you have to set up they don't just happen right that's i mean right. you've got to set all this stuff up right you do you do i wish my grandparents would have put their north carolina house in a trust yeah all the aunts and uncles decided to sell it so it's gone it's yeah gone. And, and and i get that and you know first thing you got memories oh, that yeah. you've created through kids and grandkids and all of that And these are some of the things that we, you know, that we have discussions with people, right? Right. I mean, when we talk about, well, do you want them to sell the house? Do you want them to, you know, take your assets and just sell everything and split it three ways? And some people don't want that to happen, but you got to do something to make that not happen if that's what you, because here's what what I I tell my clients all this all the time. I say, you know, listen, you, you're driving the same car for eight years. You haven't, you haven't redone your kitchen. You haven't redone your bedroom because you're, you're trying to keep this to leave money on all your kids. As soon as you die, they're going <laughs> to buy a brand new car, change their kitchen, buy everything, and go on trips with your money that you decide not to go. And we want you to go and have as much time as you. So what, what do you do about that? Guess what? You could buy life insurance to still take care of all your kids, and you now can spend all of your money. You don't have to do that. There's a lot of ways of estate planning, what yeah. we're talking about, to take care of the state in regards to that to make that happen. But again, it comes back to putting things in writing and knowing what your wishes are. So that's kind of an overview, if you will, right? But but let's talk about let's talk about some of the things that you've seen in your practice and what some of the people still procrastinate and why they don't do what they need to do. Yeah. So Larry, I'll tell you a story. Um, I think last time we talked, you you had mentioned COVID, right? That was a big eye opener for a lot of us. And, and we think, Oh, I'm not old. I don't need, I don't need an estate plan because I'm not old. Um, well, Larry and I live here not far from I-95 on a very deadly stretch. And you you don't know when it's your time, uh, between 95 and COVID, right? We had, uh, so, my brother-in-law um, got very ill with COVID, was mm-hmm. on life support for seven weeks. Wow. Uh, while he was vacationing, by the way, ended up uh, thankfully in Knoxville, uh, University of Tennessee for medical care. They did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, my sister also got COVID at the same time and was hospitalized for a short amount of time, got out, 
ended up going back in kind of as an emergency. They have one son. Mm -hmm. So now here they both are in the hospital. He's on life support. Mm -hmm. We, you know, she has blood clots. We don't know what's going to happen. And within, you know, 12 hours, luckily I I knew some people and I was able to get all of the documents they needed drafted. Um, Well, that's not the time you want to do it. That's not the time you want to do it. And, and, and listen, and she was doing the best she could to make some decisions. And Dare I tell you, when he woke up, he said, you said, you said, what was going to who and who was, you know, because they had never had that conversation about what if what if something happens to both of us, what's going to happen with the children? So I I feel like everybody has a story like that where we've waited too long um, and and it's a a rush scenario down to the wire and you're under pressure making those decisions. And that's really just not ideal. It's not. Number one, it's not ideal to make it under pressure, but sometimes you're you're not going to probably make probably the best decision that you could make if you have time to think about it. That's right. Right. I mean, you're going to make a decision, but it's probably not the best decision you could make. And I, I would, uh, we we never know. And COVID was a wake up call because I mean, I know just in, for people that that work through your family bank, I'm talking about agents that work through us. I know I know three of agents that were in their 30s and 40s. But all passed away because and, were, and they were in good health and all passed away with, with, with COVID. And I was in the hospital for 11 days myself. They didn't expect me to come out, but I fooled them. God did something. To, and I, you know, I walked out of that thing and I was a miracle. I'm telling you, I was. And, you know, but I, I will tell you this and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you the story. I'm laying there. I was I was in the in Palm Coast, the hospital there, the Avent Hospital, which is an amazing place. Those people took care of me like I could not believe. Uh, if you're a nurse or you're in the healthcare field, uh, my hat's off to you. You have the most caring calling of a job I've ever seen in my life. I cannot believe how well I was taken care of. But I will tell you this, laying in, laying in a hospital room by yourself with COVID and the person next to you in the next room just died that was 44 years old. Uh, a lady 69 died the next room within two days when I was there and I'm laying there at night and here's, here, here's, here was my thought, uh, Paul, I thought, okay, is, is this the way I'm going out? Number one, I'm going to, I'm going to, is this the way I'm checking out? I did not believe that. First of all, I lived a lot longer than I ever thought I was. My wife says the same thing, to be honest with you. But, but my first thought, okay, is my family going to be okay? You know, is my family going to be all right? First of all, is my wife going to be okay? And the answer was yes, she was. And everything was there, was was was, was taken care of. And I, this next next time, okay, are my kids going to be okay? And the answer was absolutely yes. My kids are going to be fine. Every one of my kids is going to be great because I had planned for that. I had planned when I'm not here, what's going to happen? And um, the last thing I thought about was, you know, at the end of the day, when I leave here, I want to make sure that everything is taken care of, that no one has to worry about everything and my kids. But can I tell you something? Had I not done that and I'm laying there in that bed, I would have been scrambling around like crazy to get stuff right. done. And I promise you, I was not in the right mind there for four days. I promise you I wasn't in the right mind in regards to that. So when things happen in that situation and we need to, we need to tell people how to get in touch with us for sure. We haven't done that. But um, when things like that happen, you want to make sure all your ducks in the row. But more importantly, that you want to have your ducks in a row before 
that situation because we never know. We don't. We never, never know when it's your time to check out. I guarantee you, probably 95%, 95% of the people that died yesterday had no idea they were going to die yesterday. Had no idea in most cases. That's right. And so did they? Did, do you have your stuff done? If you don't, get in touch with, with, uh, with Paula Post at the Paula Post Law Firm. I think we've got their, her website uh, there on the screen for you. It's thepostlawfirm.com. Pretty simple, thepostlawfirm.com. You can reach us here at our office at 904-940-9555 at Your Family Bank, or you can go on yourfamilybank.org yourfamilybank.org, put your information in. One of our people would will reach out and give you a call in regards to that. So we appreciate um, uh, the opportunity. I wanted to talk to you about this, but more importantly, and, and the opportunity to talk to you about it, we want you to do something about it. That's the most important thing. That's yeah. the whole thing here, guys, is 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 to make sure you do something about it. If you haven't done it, 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 you don't want to wait too late. You don't want to get in a situation with your brother-in-law. You don't want to get in a situation where, you know, where I was done had I not had my stuff done in regards to that. So make sure that you get that done. So let's talk about, uh, can you, let's say, let's say somebody that's listening to this, this uh, podcast today is in um, Georgia. Can, can they call you and talk to you about situations? Unfortunately not. Okay. And it's not because I'm a Florida State Seminole. Right. I and and they're probably a Georgia fan. Right. And we might might have to face each other. Um, <laughs> that's not why. I'm only barred in Florida. Okay. So, so, so I wouldn't be able to adequately help somebody in Georgia. Well, let's make sure you, you, you let me say you, re, let's, let's re, rephrase that. <laughs> You're not barred in Florida, so you can practice in Florida, but you're not about the Florida bar. Yes, right? yes, right, yes, right, yes, right. yes. So, so, so it, let's say that you're in Orlando, Florida. Sure, anywhere in Florida, anywhere, I can help you. Anywhere in Florida, you, 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 uh, you can, you could, could you? Could you meet with them over Zoom? Absolutely. So, it, yeah, yeah. So we we offer a couple of things because Larry, okay. I, I think you and I have talked enough. We both ended up where we are because we want to help people. Sure. And so there's a couple of things that our firm has done to make sure that you don't have a, a barricade preventing you from taking this first step. Right. So we can do again, thanks to COVID, right? There's a lot more availability yep. to yep. do things remote now. Um, we can conduct meetings, you know, over Zoom or Teams, things like that. Initial phone consultations obviously are very easy. A lot of the drafting of the documents, those can go back and forth through email. Yep. Um, and then we coordinate a way to make sure everything's properly executed. Um, but even locally, you know, people are like, oh, I can't come in. I, I work from eight to five. I can't get a sitter. We offer evenings and weekend appointments wow. for our clients wow, because we don't, don't want I don't, I don't do that. No. <laughs> we don't want that to prevent them, you know, from, no, sight, from signing great. these papers. I, I did not know that. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. My hat's off to you on that one. I don't. I'm doing that. That weekends is Donald's time. I can't. I can't take that away in regards to that. Plus, I'm getting old, and I like to nights. I like to be home too. So anyway, all right. Well, great. That I mean, that's fantastic, guys. So. You know, if you here's here's the point. You you got to take the first step, right? It's like, you know, this thing can. It, I think about it like this: if you throw, if you take a pebble and throw it out, you know, in, in, in like in a lake. I mean, it's going to start a. You got you're going to have a, just a little ripple, but it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what happens with with your life. It starts as a little ripple, and all of a sudden, you got a lot of stuff, and 
I mean, most of you got stuff in the storage that you're paying for that you don't even know what the heck's in there, right? And you're paying. I did that for 20 years, paid storage bills for two stores. They didn't swear I don't even know what the heck crap was in there. Finally, just gave it all away at the end of the day. But you got stuff that you got to tell somebody where that stuff's going to go. Now, I will tell you something. Some of your stuff they don't want. I, I promise you, <laughs> they probably don't want it. I got I got a lady who had some beanie babies. Nobody wanted them beanie babies or figurines and all that. I get it. I get it. But there are other stuff that you need to tell whoever you want. And maybe maybe you don't have kids. Maybe it's nieces. Maybe it's I have a I have a lady I just talked to just just the last couple of uh, weeks that she never got married. She you know she took care of her mama for years. She was a teacher. And she, but she has nieces and nephews and she's going to leave everything she's got to the nieces and yeah. nephews and situations. But guess what? You've, you've got to make that happen. It's not just going to happen just because you think it is. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to right now, I want you, if you're in Florida, the postlawfirm.com, I want you to, to get in touch with Paula, um, let, talk to her, talk to her team. Uh, they can help you. So you need to contact them here. I, they promise you, they give you a fantastic price. Uh, I mean, I don't want you to keep price away, but, for, you know, getting a fair price for, for something fair is a good thing. It's not cheap, but it's fair. Okay. Uh, but you need to talk professional. We talked about that a few minutes ago that you need to deal with a professional, right? But you need to do it. You know, I mean, you, you know, every week we try to bring you something that you can help your family, but ladies and gentlemen, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't take action on it, what good is it? I mean, getting great information is great. Okay, I get it. But if you don't do anything about it, what good is it? You know, I mean, why even waste your time and even thinking about it? You should do something about it. You can't procrastinate, right? You got to make sure you're doing. We, I was talking about uh, this this week. Um, I have a, I have a church in California that I. I met this guy. I love this guy. This guy's a great pastor. And I listened to him online uh, every Sunday. And uh, he was, he was telling us, he was going through about uh, Thanksgiving and what, you know, we should be grateful for. And he started going back and putting different pictures of John F. Kennedy getting shot. And where were you at? Can you remember where you were? And I'm absolutely the Oklahoma uh, federal building getting uh, a bomb on it. Where you were that? And, and he talked about, uh, of course, uh, uh, 911, and everybody remembers. And the Challenger, remember when the Challenger went up? And I, and I tell, I tell the story about the Challenger. You know, the Challenger went up, and of course, we're here in Florida. And when they shoot a, a rocket up, I could, I, I live here, and so obviously you can watch it. It goes right over the yeah. ocean. You can see it. You can see it when they crank it up down, down in the Cape. You see them glow it, especially at night, but. You know, the Challenger went up and, you know, it went up and, and everybody was excited about that. And they had the school teacher on it. I remember that. And, and the people that were on that Challenger. And it was a beautiful day. There was no there was no problem with weather whatsoever. It was a gorgeous day. And all of a sudden, within like 11, 12, 13 seconds of, of maybe 90 seconds, whatever the time was, it blew up. And it was a catastrophe and killed all those people. And and there were school systems. I know this, this pastor was telling they took their whole school. All, he was younger then. Took all these kids down to watch this, you know, on TV going off, and and all of a sudden, you know, this catastrophe happened. And they study back, and you think about, you think about, if you look at this, that NASA, they've got the best engineers, they've got the best equipment, you know, 
they, I mean, everything they have is is first class. So how in the world did this happen? And 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 in the in the, in the situation, well, it was an O-ring. It was a gasket, basically. Right. Yeah. It was it was built by a, a, a company in California. Hercules was a company that built that. And there's a lot of people lost their job over that. But you think about that, Paula, that a gasket, you know, could cause that type of catastrophe. And I tell people, you know what, you can have a gasket, an O-ring, if you will, in your estate plan. Absolutely. And you don't even know it. And you could be, I mean, my mother-in-law didn't know it. She had a trust, everything set up. She thought, but there was an O-ring and what catastrophe $130,000, $40,000 later and two and a half years later on the asset situation. Ladies and gentlemen, my, my, my point is, I've had Paula here. She's a great attorney, great person. Uh, and she's right when she says, I mean, they do a lot of stuff in helping people uh, contact her, uh, you know, at her office. Uh, do you, well, how about your phone number? Can sure, we? yeah. It's a 904-999-0549 is our direct number. Perfect, perfect. And our, our number here at Your Family Bank and First Financial Education Center is, is, is 904-940-9555. Let me help you get out of debt. That's one of the things we do. We want to show people how to be debt-free in a very, very short period of time. Uh, I just did, I did a, uh, I did a, a case last night with, uh, with one of the assistant pastors at the church in California last night at six o'clock, his wife's a doctor and he's assistant pastor. Uh, they had student loan debt, credit card debts, all that type of stuff. I was able to get them out of debt and they'll have almost, almost a million and a half dollars in retirement more than they would have had, had they not sit down and show how we can take liabilities and turn them into assets. And that's, 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 I mean, that's something that no one else is doing. I promise you. I mean, most of the financial planners out there, we love them. We are one, but you know, their situation is where your money, I'm better than what guy you got, move it to me. And that's a, we, that's what we do. I get it. But when you can take liabilities and turn them into assets, that's a whole different ball game, ladies and gentlemen. In most cases, you can probably have an extra over, you know, not every case, but most cases, over a million dollars more in retirement. And if you do that, you're going to be in the top two or 3% of America when it comes to retirement situations. So let me, let me tell Paula, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thank I mean, you. you may, you may be look really good. So thank you for doing that. You really picked up it around here and made this all look good. So appreciate that. Matt, appreciate you, buddy. We, I didn't get to talk to you very much today, man, because I got somebody to talk to over here. How about that? You got somebody much more interesting than me to talk to. That's true, uh, Matt. And today. better looking, by the way. <laughs> I don't throw that out at you. I, I will. I will agree with that. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, I, I can't blame you for that. But no, it's great stuff. And, and I got to say, uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, n kind of a knowledge is power sort of a, a thing. Yeah, it, it's very, very true. But it's the applied knowledge that yep. is actually power. Um, you got to take that action. You got to take those steps to make sure that and you got to take all the steps like your mother-in-law found out um, and, and yep. you all found out in, in her situation. Um, she took a lot of the steps, but one very critical one <laughs> was not quite there. So you got to make right. sure that your uh, T's are crossed, your I's are dotted. And um, it's great information today. Okay, buddy. I mean, appreciate it. Love you guys. Hey, appreciate you. Like us, share us, click on the link, man, subscribe, do it, do it all. We love you. Have a great day. God bless you now. Thanks for listening to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. 
You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Larry, visit yourfamilybank.org.